Hello everyone, how are you doing today? Welcome to Tall Tales with Alex and today's adventure, the mystical map. Now, as we dive into this world, I want you to close your eyes and imagine a shop. It's a very tall and thin shop. The bricks are a deep red. There are two big windows on either side of the front door. In these windows are hundreds of tiny snow globes. Above the door is a sign that looks very old and faded. The sign reads, Mrs. Cardinal's Magical Snow Globe Shop. Keep using your imagination and let's walk through the front door. Mrs. Cardinal's shop has so many snow globes on so many shelves that you can't even see the back of the shop. And the shelves are so high that you can't even see the ceiling. Nobody knows where Mrs. Cardinal came from or how long the shop has been there because the shop has been there longer than anyone has been alive. Mrs. Cardinal's snow globes are magical and every single one is different. They're magical because as we look at them, the snow globes take us to an amazing world far away from the one we're in now. Keep your eyes closed and let's walk over to a shelf and pick up a snow globe. Wow, that's such an amazing snow globe. Let's get a closer look and see what's inside. Inside this globe is a small wooden box. Around this box float hundreds of tiny question marks. It looks very mysterious. I wonder what could be inside this box. Let's find out. Imagine with me now a house deep in the middle of the countryside. It's surrounded by trees and fields. In this house live three sisters and their brother. Their names are Gwen, Iggy, Elowen, and Atty. Knock, 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 went the sound of someone at the big front door. Elowen ran to see who was there, but when she opened it, she couldn't see anyone. She poked her head out of the door and looked around, but there wasn't a soul to be seen. She was about to close the door when she spotted something on the doorstep. It was a little box with a magnifying glass carved on it. So she picked it up and took it back inside. Atty came running into the room. Who was it? he asked. I don't know, said Elowen. There was nobody there. There was only this mysterious box on the floor outside. A mysterious box, you say? said Gwen as she came into the room to see what Elowen had found. Let me see. And she picked up the box to get a closer look at it. It was a very special looking box made out of wood with gold edges. The carving of the magnifying glass looked so real that Gwen went to pick it up and it came away in her hand. It was real. She held it up to the light and looked through the glass. Where's Iggy? said Atty. We have to show her. The three of them looked around the room. They couldn't see her. Iggy! Iggy! they called. Iggy! Then they heard a very faint voice. I'm right here! They looked around again, but still couldn't find her. I'm right here. They could hear her, but they just couldn't see her. Then, suddenly, 
The cushions of the sofa burst open and Iggy popped out. I said, I'm right here. What on earth were you doing inside the sofa? asked Elowen. Iggy looked at them all like it was obvious and said, I was exploring a deep, dark cave looking for rare animals that haven't been discovered yet. Atty looked down into the sofa. It is very deep and dark, he said. But we've got something even more interesting to show you. Look at what Elowen found outside the door. And Gwen carried the box and magnifying glass over to a table and placed it down for all to look at. Looks quite magical, said Iggy. Elowen nodded and said, I think we should open it. So Gwen put down the magnifying glass, placed her hands on either side of the box, and slowly lifted the lid. It moved very slowly because it was rusty and stiff. It must have been closed for a very long time. The four of them peered inside and saw a very old and tattered-looking piece of folded paper. On the paper was written, Gwen, Iggy, Elowen and Atty. <gasps> they all gasped. Elowen said, but this piece of paper and box is so old, it must have been written years and years and years ago. How did they know about us? Maybe we should open it and find out, replied Gwen. Atty picked up the piece of paper out of the box and unfolded it. I know what this is, cried Iggy. It's a treasure map, look! And she pointed at a big X in the middle of the page. Atty shouted, X marks the spot. That's where some treasure must be buried. They looked at the old piece of paper to see what they could recognise. There was a drawing of a stream, a bridge, a field of flowers, a large gathering of rocks, and a drawing of a small tree with heart-shaped leaves. The four of them looked at the map in confusion and scratched their heads. I don't recognise any of this, said Gwen. The other three agreed. There'd never been anywhere they could find all these drawings. Atty stood up and walked over to their front door, saying, This doesn't look like anything out... But he stopped midway through his sentence. His mouth fell open. What is it? asked Iggy, as they all ran over to the door to see. When they got there, all three of them gasped loudly. <gasps> The world outside their door had completely changed. It was totally different, as though their house had magically been transported to another world. This is amazing. How did we get here? asked Elowen. Gwen shook her head, unable to come up with an answer. I don't know, she said. But look over there. That looks like the stream on the map. She pointed to a thin stream that began not far from their front door. It wasn't very big, but the water was moving very fast. The stream was reflecting the sunlight which bounced in all different directions as the water moved, making it look like it was glittering and shimmering. Iggy said, Come on then, let's follow it. If the map is right, then it should lead us to the bridge. Together they ran to the top of the stream and began to follow it as it twisted and turned. In the water they could see all kinds of wonderful fish. The scales of these fish were bright and shone gold and silver, which made the stream sparkle even more. 
The stream wound its way left and right, this way and that. As they followed it, it began to get wider and wider and wider until eventually it wasn't a stream anymore. It was a river and far too big and deep to be able to leap or swim across. Atty looked at the map and said, If we keep following it a little further, it says we should come to a bridge. Elowin had a look as well. And if we cross that bridge and walk forward one hundred steps, we will get to the pile of rocks. Gwen peered further down the river and pointed to something. There, in the distance, she said. I think I see the bridge. Iggy ran ahead quick as a flash and everyone followed to catch up. The bridge that they found was made of wood, but was painted every colour of the rainbow. There were plants winding and creeping all around it, wrapping themselves into every nook and cranny they could find. They crossed the bridge and found themselves at the edge of the field of flowers that was drawn on the map. The flowers were huge and yellow. They were sunflowers. They reached up to the sky to take in all the sunshine. Their bright colour made everything glow yellow. Iggy said, If we walk one hundred steps through this field of flowers, we will come to the rocks. Atty looked worried. How will we know we're walking in the right direction? The flowers are so high, it will be easy to get lost. Gwen looked up into the sky and said, I know. We will follow the sun. The map says the rocks are over to the east, so we can use the sun to know which way is north, south, east and west. Follow me. They made their way down into the thick forest of sunflowers and followed Gwen, as Elowen counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ninety-five, ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, one hundred. And exactly when Elowen counted the one hundredth step, they pushed through the last few flowers and appeared out the other side. Look, there's the rock, said Iggy. What does the map say now? Elowen held her hand out to Gwen, who handed her the map. Hmm, she said. It looks like we have to turn right at the big rocks and walk until we see the little tree with the heart-shaped leaves. So they turned right and began to walk in a straight line. They walked and walked and walked for a very long time. They passed by an enormous tree that reached right up into the sky and carried on walking. After they had been walking for a little while longer, they began to wonder where this little tree with the heart-shaped leaves could be. But then, Atty had an idea. Hold on, that map is very old, he said. If that map is very old, then the little tree wouldn't be so little anymore. It would probably be a big tree. We haven't seen any trees for a very long time, except that giant one which reached all the way into the sky. I think we should go back and take a look at it. Everyone agreed that this was a very good idea, so they turned around and began to retrace their steps. They arrived back at the enormous tree 
and looked up. Try and get a good look at the leaves, said Gwen. I can see them. They're heart-shaped. Look, called Elowen, pointing upwards. Sure enough, the leaves on the humongous tree were heart-shaped. Atty was right. The tree had grown up and become a much bigger tree. They'd been looking for a little tree, but the map was so old that the tree hadn't been little for a very long time. Iggy was amazed. This tree must have been here for hundreds and hundreds of years, she said. And look there, at the bottom of the trunk. Four spades. They dashed over to the base of the tree and picked them up. Elowen looked down at the map and pointed to a spot on the ground. The map says we should dig right here, she called. So they began to dig. Down, 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 they dug, 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 deeper and deeper and deeper, deep into the dust and the dirt, when finally, thud! All four of their spades hit something at the exact same time. They dropped their spades and got onto their hands and knees to clear the dirt from the top of whatever they had found. As they brushed the dirt away, they found a very old-looking chest. The wood was dark and battered. Together they heaved it up to the ground above. Gwen looked at everyone else and said, Right, take a step back, everyone. We don't know what's in here. It could be something dangerous. So you all take three steps back and I'll open it. One step, two steps, three steps back they went, as Gwen placed her hands on either side of the lid and slowly opened the chest. Her mouth fell wide open in surprise, then turned into a big smile. What is it? asked Atty. Gwen reached inside and pulled out an enormous pencil case full of art supplies. She opened the pencil case and reached inside, pulling out pens, pencils, paper, paints, glue, glitter, rubbers, sharpeners. It was bottomless. The art supplies just kept coming and coming. There was no end to it. It's a bottomless bag of art supplies. I can make what I want and whenever I want and never run out of bits and pieces ever again, shouted Gwen. Atty rushed over to the box and opened it. Wow, he cried. This is amazing. And he pulled from the chest a robot dinosaur. It was bigger than any of them. Strong and made of metal, it gave a loud roar. Gwen was surprised. That wasn't in there a minute ago when I looked. There was only the art case. So Elowen dashed over to the chest as well and opened it. She pulled out an amazing doll. She set it down on the ground and it began to walk around waving at them. Finally, Iggy ran over to the box and opened it. The contents of the box began to glow and glitter in the sunlight. It was so bright that they all found it hard to look at. Iggy pulled out an amazing crown and necklace covered in jewels. She put the crown on her head and said, This box must give the person who opens it something they would love. That's why everyone got something different. Atty turned to them all and said, Quick, let's go back home and show everyone what we found. I know, 
everyone climb onto my robot dino. We can ride on its back and get home quicker. One by one, they clambered and climbed onto the back of the big, strong dinosaur. It began to walk, building up pace, getting faster and faster until it was sprinting at an amazing speed. The four of them laughed and shouted with glee as they sped back to the rocks, through the forest of sunflowers, over the wooden bridge, and followed the river until it became a little stream again and led them all the way back to their front door. They jumped off the dinosaur's back, who followed behind them, and made their way inside. We're home, shouted Elowen. Come and see what we found, called Iggy. Their mum came into the room and was very surprised to see them with all their incredible treasures. Especially the robot dinosaur. Nobody expects to find a robot dinosaur in their home. Goodness me, where did you find all these amazing items? She asked. We found a map and followed it outside through an incredible world, said Gwen. Atty ran over to the door and said, Look, the world outside our front door is completely changed. And he opened it to show their mum. But when he opened the door, the world of winding streams, sunflower forests and magical bridges had vanished. Instead, all they could see was the world that was normally outside their front door. Iggy asked, Who has the map? Who had it last? Elowen put her hand in the air and said, That was me. I have it. I put it right here in my pocket. But when she put her hand in her pocket, there was nothing there. She checked her other pockets, but it had completely vanished. I don't understand. It was right here, she said. Their mum leant down to them and said, Well, it sounds to me like you all went on a journey through a magical land. And magic doesn't always make sense. But look at all the amazing treasures you found. Maybe, one day, when you least expect it, you'll find your way back into that world again. There's lots of magic in the world. You just have to know where to look for it. Keep your eyes open and just believe. And that is the end of this story. Thank you so much for listening. What was your favourite part of the story? I think my favourite part was when they all rode on the back of the robo-dino. Maybe you could keep using your imagination to draw some pictures from today's adventure. If you're enjoying Tall Tales with Alex, don't forget to tell your friends about it. It would be amazing to share these journeys with even more children. To the parents, guardians and teachers, you can find me at Tall Tales with Alex on Instagram or now on my new website, talltaleswithalex.com. I'm already looking forward to our next adventure. I'll see you then.